Pastor Chris's podcast. So we've covered a lot of names for God over the last several weeks in this series. We've studied 12, and today we will study one more. Um, If we were to look at every name that uh, is in the Bible for God, we would be here a long, long time. I looked at one website because I was curious to know how many names are there. And this one website listed 950 names that are, or, or titles for God in the Scripture. So we obviously would have a hard time going through all of those. There is only one God in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. One God in three persons. But because God is so important and his character is so vast and infinite, people have experienced him in so many different ways. And so we know God by many, many names and descriptions. But don't ever forget that every name refers to the one true and living God revealed in Scripture from the very first verse of Genesis to the very last verse in Revelation at the end. All scripture is the story of the one God who created us and saved us and whom we will worship for all eternity. Let's read together a passage that reveals one more name I want to share with you about God. It's Revelation chapter 1, verse 7 through 8. Look, he comes with the clouds of heaven and everyone will see him even those who pierced him. And all the nations of the world will mourn him. Yes, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come. The Almighty One. Now, there are 24 letters in the Greek alphabet. The very first letter of the Greek alphabet is alpha. The word alphabet that we use to describe our 26 letters, our 26 ABCs, actually comes from the first letter of the Greek alphabet. And the second letter in the Greek alphabet is beta. So when we say alphabet, we're basically saying alpha, beta. That's almost like saying the ABCs, right? That's where we get the word. The Greek alphabet only has 24 letters, whereas we have 26. The first letter is alpha. The last letter is omega. Now, you may or may not realize that scientists and doctors are using the Greek alphabet to name the variants of the COVID-19 virus. The variant that's all over the news right now is the the Delta variant. Delta is the fourth letter in the Greek alphabet, which indicates that the variant we are experiencing right now, the Delta variant, is the what? Fourth variant. That's right. There was the original COVID-19 virus that came out of Wuhan. Then there is the Alpha variant, which was the first variation out of the UK. Then the Beta variant out of South Africa. And the Gamma was identified in Brazil. And now we're on the Delta variant. The Delta variant is far more infectious and faster growing than the other variants that have come before. And that's why um, it concerns people. And that's why it's spreading so fast and causing more sickness. The Delta variant 
is um, from the fourth letter of the Greek alphabet. But if there, this is the fourth variant, and there's, only, there's 24 letters in the Greek alphabet, are there more variants that might be coming? According to Alvin Powell of Harvard Gazette, a publication of Harvard Medical School, variants have continued to develop and spread since the emergence of Delta. The World Health Organization has designated variants Eta, Iota, Kappa, and Lambda, variants that are, they are interested in, that, and they are tracking 13 additional variants that originated in the U.S., Brazil, Philippines, Indonesia, Colombia, and other nations. It would seem that we are going to be living with COVID-19 for quite a while. There are a lot of variants. And the verdict is still out on how well we will live with COVID. Will future variations of this virus be more or less lethal? Will the human immune system evolve so that that we are better equipped to handle this illness? Or will future versions of COVID be more deadly than anything we've seen so far? I wish I knew the answer to this question, to these questions. But human understanding is limited. All we know is what we know. And all we can do is our best. Thankfully, we have some treatments. I was glad to hear um, this past week that at the Trade Center, they're now offering, what do they call it, monoclonal antibodies. I could say that word. They're offering a treatment at the Trade Center so that when you first discover that you have COVID, you can go get some treatment that will help you maybe not progress to a worse state where you would need to be hospitalized. I'm also thankful that, that we have vaccinations that are available that can be helpful. And after over 350 million vaccinations being given in the United States, it is proven to be a relatively safe and effect, effective vaccination. Of course, nothing is perfect, but you are more likely to be struck by lightning than to have a lethal uh, reaction to the COVID-19 variation. Think about that. Also, um, the vaccines have shown to be over 80% effective in either warding off COVID or greatly reducing the severity of the illness. I think the hope is that um, enough people are vaccinated and then we can slow down the spread and mutation of the virus so that these future variants won't have a chance to take hold and get out of control. And if we can do that, then maybe the virus will become something that we can live with just like we live with the common cold, something that's there, but it doesn't really cause that much problem. But um, we don't know if that will happen or not. We can't see the future. And I'm not here to talk about COVID. That's not my point today. My purpose is to talk about God. And in Revelation, 8, uh, Revelation 1, 8, the Lord says that he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. God is the first and the last and everything in between. While we forget what happened yesterday, I mean, how many of you can't remember where you put your keys, right? We forget these things that we ought to be easily able to remember. But we forget what happened yesterday. And we, we, we don't know what will happen tomorrow. God knows it all 
perfectly. We have no control over what tomorrow brings, but God is in control of it all. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end, the one who is and always was and is still yet to come. God always was. In Genesis 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. God had existed before the world was even created. Before there was a thing called earth or heaven. Before there was light or darkness. Before there was time, God was. And though he needed nothing out of love, God created a beautiful planet with mountains and oceans and plants and animals and people, and God saw that it was all very good. Unfortunately, people didn't love God the way he loves us. People rebelled and tried to make life all about us and what we wanted. Even though a loving relationship with God is all we needed and what would truly fulfill us and make us happy, we turned our backs on God and chased our own selfish dreams. But God didn't turn his back on us. From the very beginning, God has been working to save us from ourselves. And through the pages of the Bible, we can clearly see God working to bring us back to him from beginning to end. God called Noah and his family to enter the ark and leave behind a world that had become so overwhelmed by evil that the the best thing that could happen was that it all be washed away by a flood so that we could start over fresh. God called Noah and his family onto the ark to be the family that would begin this new world. And God called Abraham to leave his country and to go to a new land where God would make Abraham a father of a great nation and a blessing to families of the whole earth. And we read how God called Moses to lead the Israelites out of slavery into the promised land to be a holy nation dedicated to God. And the greatest example of all is Jesus Christ. Jesus called people to accept the relationship that God offers them. Before the world began, God already knew that you would be sitting here in this sanctuary today. He knew all about your personal concerns that would be swirling around in your head, fears, anxieties, hopes and dreams, disappointments. God knew all about these things that would be overwhelming you today and the things that would be overwhelming our community and our world. We might feel overwhelmed, but God is not. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. God always was, and God is. Romans 8, verse 34. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in a place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. I don't know what you are thinking 
right now or what you were thinking when you decided to get up this morning and come to church, but I know what Jesus is doing right now. Here's a scripture tells us. Scripture tells me Jesus, the one who was with God in the beginning, the one who is God, the one who healed the sick and brought sight to the blind, the one who made the deaf hear and the lame to walk, who never sinned but was crucified for our sin, Jesus is pleading to God on your behalf right now before the throne of God this very moment. God is God is right this moment extending his grace and forgiveness to you. Right now in this moment, God is ready to welcome all who sincerely repent and turn to Jesus and trust him as their Lord. Right now, God is ready to grant you the gift of eternal life with him where there will be no more sickness or no more sorrow or no more death, no more variants of COVID, no more variants of any kind of illness. God is ready to welcome you into this place where every tear will be wiped away and every hurt will be healed. God is here right now. Won't you turn to him while there is still time? Because God was and God is and God is still to come. Revelation 22, verse 20. Yes, I am coming soon. Jesus promised that he would come again. After Jesus rose from the tomb, he spent 40 days with his disciples and then ascended to heaven where he sits at the right hand of God the Father in the place of highest honor where he is pleading for you right now. When Jesus ascended to heaven, he promised that he would return. Two white-robed angelic figures confirmed Jesus' promise to return to the disciples in Acts chapter 1, verse 11. While they were watching him go into heaven and while they were wondering what would happen, these two angelic people spoke to them and said, Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way that you saw him go. Some critics And skeptics scoff that Jesus hasn't returned from the clouds in nearly 2,000 years. I can assure you of this. He will return. And you will meet him face to face in your lifetime. Either Jesus will come in the clouds for the whole world all at once, or he will come for you personally. When you draw your last breath, you will meet him. Revelation 1.7 tells us, Look, he comes with the clouds of heaven, and everyone will see him, even those who pierced him. All the nations of the world will mourn for him. You see, everyone will see Jesus one day. Will you rejoice to see Jesus? Or will you be among those who mourn? Will you be overwhelmed by love? Or will you be overwhelmed by fear and dread? Will you spend eternity in paradise, rejoicing with your loved ones and celebrating with a feast at the table of the Lamb in the kingdom of God? 
Or will you spend eternity suffering the tortuous separation from God, the source of life, and what the Bible variously describes as the outer darkness, the lake of fire, the second death, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, the place called hell. God is still to come. And whether that is an incredibly good thing or an incredibly bad thing depends upon the choice that you make. For God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the one who was, who is, and who is still to come. And I pray that today, each of you will choose for the first time or choose again to continue to follow Christ as your Lord so that you can look forward with joy to the day that he comes. Let us pray. Gracious Holy Father, Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, O God, who was and is and is yet to come, the Almighty. I pray to you today, I pray that your Holy Spirit would settle upon each heart that is in this room or that is online worshiping today. I pray, O Lord, that your Holy Spirit would speak to each of us, convict us, if we need to be convicted, change us if we need to be changed. Encourage, motivate, and inspire us if that is what we need. I pray, O oh Lord, that every person hearing this message would be one who claims Christ as Lord so that one day we can rejoice to see Him coming. Whether it is the day He comes in the clouds to redeem all the earth, to separate the sheep from the goats, or whether it is the day that we draw our final breath and we meet him individually, face to face. I pray that that day, O oh Lord, would be a good day, a very, very good day. For we will run into his arms and we will realize that he is the one who saved us from our sin, not because we deserved it, because, but because we needed it, and because he loved us with infinite, steadfast love. I pray, O oh Lord, we will all make a decision to follow him today. And I pray it in your name. Amen.